0: Welcome back to Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. I'm Avalon Gubernik,
1: and I am Connor Kenworthy,
0: co-conspirators. And on this week's episode, we will be covering all conspiracies related to Disney. Disney. Um. So for the grab, second
1: time for us,
0: <laughs> sh- they don't have to know that.
1: At least they'll understand if it's crap.
0: So grab your snacks in your tinfoil Mickey Mouse ears and we will be with you after this short (laughs) message. how are you i am good how are you i am good how was work
1: i won't get into it on the podcast
0: (laughs) just one word
1: um annoying
0: i guess so a good day
1: Mm, (laughs) it wasn't bad
0: but it wasn't good yeah i love that
1: it was a very weird day i'll say that like very weird it was just like whole day felt weird Mm. Yeah How was your day?
0: Very lazy I binge watched a whole season of a show What? The Politician I watched the second season Very good 10 out of 10 recommend And then I started another show And got halfway through
1: What show was that?
0: Love Victor Ooh, nice On Hulu Also is very good so far Good but yeah, that um, was my day. Life's good. Yeah, life's, Every, life's good.
1: Everything's... We're alive. Um, remember that time that I went to edit this episode and your part didn't record?
0: I do remember that. Like, it was yesterday. Because <laughs> it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was trying really hard not to, like, freak out. Be mad. In the middle. No, I wasn't mad, but I was like, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs>
0: So, so. yeah. If we sound not as enthusiastic, it's because we've already heard all these stories. But we're gonna and try our best. I've already heard A-
1: all of Avalon's jokes. They're not funny.
0: <laughs> they're not funny. Well, maybe I have new jokes this time. You don't. I. I'm very good at improv. So. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay.
1: So, are you starting?
0: What do you have for what? snacks?
1: Oh, sorry, man. What the hell's the name of our?
0: S- of our podcast.
1: Um, my snacks are. My mom made peanut butter cookies yesterday. Ooh. So I'm eating peanut butter cookies. That looks good. You should be jealous. I what is your snack?
0: It's a new Ben and Jerry's flavor, everyone. Ooh. It's called Chip Happens. Let me tell you.
1: Chip Happens. Chip
0: Happens. Let me tell you what's in this. It's chocolate ice cream with fudge chips and crunchy potato chip swirls no car it's so good mm. like look it's chocolate but then the white parts is like mm. potato chips potato
1: chips no no
0: it's so good you
1: mm, know no
0: Carter, have you ever dipped no. french fries into a chocolate shake
1: yeah but no that's what
0: it tastes like Mm, I don't believe it. It's good. Get it when you go.
1: Mm, We'll see. I don't know how I feel about it. Can you stop shoving it into your face and start this podcast?
0: Okay. I'm starting. Hold on. I need water first. This week, me and Connor both looked into conspiracies about Disney. So we each have like a couple. So we're just going to go back and forth. So... My first one is the famous tale of Walt Disney's Frozen Head. Ba-ba-bum. Ba-ba-bum. So, this is like a very well-known conspiracy. Um, It's one of my favorites. And also, I found like a little twist on it that most people don't think about. So, that's going to be fun. I don't so.
1: even remember what the twist is. Yes, but okay. you
0: do. So... December 15th, 1966, Walt Disney dies of lung cancer. Oh my gosh, it's my birthday. That is not your birthday. You are a liar. (laughs) He died- (laughs) What if it
1: had been my birthday?
0: No one cares about your damn birthday. Walt Disney dies of lung cancer, and he was only 65 years old, so he's very young. And people report that as he was dying and declining in health, he kept asking the doctors if, like, it was ever going to be possible that they find a cure for cancer or lung cancer and they're like maybe in like 20 years and so him being a genius it is alleged that he created this chamber to be frozen in and kept in until the cure for cancer was found so that when they found the cure they could just thaw him out and he could just be alive again and create magic for all of the earth so
1: literally create magic like hocus pocus
0: well yeah you think he probably was into some voodoo um so a lot of people think this because the details of his funeral and his burial place were very secretive not a lot of people knew about it and so Uh, Some people think that his frozen body... So, there's two theories. Some people think his whole body's frozen. Some people think his frozen head. I'm like, obviously, it has to be the whole body, because what can a head do? Nothing.
1: You can plug a head into a machine.
0: Yeah, but that's like, why not just keep the whole body?
1: Because that's a lot more storage space in the basement.
0: Disneyland's is huge. So, people thinking of storage...
1: Also, you can pretend that a disembodied head is just like a prop, but if you have a whole body, there's like, there's a dead body in the basement. He's just hide. hide
0: it where the top secret stuff is. So people think his frozen body is underneath or in the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Because it was this, fav- it was the last bum, ride he worked bum, on bum, before he died. Bum, also, bum, one of the best rides, bum, arguably, bum, at Disneyland. Bum, bum, bum. They don't, they don't do that song on that ride.
1: Excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> what song do they do? <laughs> what is they go, another yo, part of
0: Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Mm, no. It's good.
1: That's why I'll um, never go.
0: Y- no, it's because you're a pussy and you don't like rides. <laughs> True. <laughs> don't anyway, come for me. <laughs> Ew. Anyway, that it gets better. This theory gets better. So, Connor, pretend like I'm asking this to you for the first time. <laughs>
1: I don't I honestly do not remember what you're going <laughs> to ask me. When you hear
0: so. the words Disney and Frozen, what do you think of?
1: Into the unknown, into the unknown. And yes. who
0: sings that beautiful song? Not Indian Brendan Yuri, Elsa. Elsa is Frozen and Frozen is Elsa. The end. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of Disney Frozen, we think of the wonderful and classic. It's not a classic. It's like looking about ten years cool. ago. <laughs> we think of the wonderful movie Frozen, which is about, for those of you who are uncultured, a princess named Elsa who is ice queen, or who whatever. does not
1: need a man, who
0: does not need a man. If you haven't seen Frozen or Frozen 2, um, go watch Frozen 2. You don't really need to watch the first one. Second one's significantly <laughs> better. <laughs> um, but what do you not think of when I say Disney Frozen? His Frozen head. Is this a coincidence? I definitely think not. This was on purpose. Because before 2013, which is when Frozen came out, If you googled Walt Disney Frozen or something to that effect, you got articles and pictures of people theorizing that Walt Disney froze his body or his head, etc. And just a bunch of stuff like that. But after the release of Frozen, if you search that same clump of words, you get very different results. And now it's all just images of Elsa and Disney Frozen and Olaf and let it go um and like you have to dig real deep to find anything on walt disney's frozen head which is not not a coincidence um because i think it was planned and other conspiracy theorists think it was planned because the story of frozen is based on this like old legend called the snow queen so literally they could have called it the Snow Queen or the Ice Princess or, like, I don't know, Girl with the Ice Hands. But, no, they chose to call it Frozen. <laughs> it's like
1: girl, girl with the Dragon Tattoo, but Girl with the Ice Hands. Girl with the
0: Ice Hands. Snowman that can talk, question mark. So, like, they, they chose Frozen for a reason. And because they're not dumb and they knew... Disney knew that if they chose that word, then all the articles about Walt Disney's frozen head would be buried in the Google search algorithm and that they could like put this rumor to rest. And that is the conspiracy theory about Walt Disney's head, which I 10 out of 10 <gasps> believe. I've
1: never heard that before. Wow.
0: <laughs> Sorry. That was a <laughs> road. In- yeah, I do think it's true.
1: I mean, I believe it. Even if his head's not frozen, I still think they would name it Frozen to get rid of the
0: the rumors.
1: The rumors.
0: They need a wholesome brand. They can't have people thinking their creators frozen somewhere. Why not? They just want people to let it go. I'm
1: mad that they took out the F word and mother effing Democratic Republicans. (laughs) (laughs) Hamilton (sighs) comes out literally In. three days before this comes out
0: not three days no after three days
1: after sorry i got my weeks mixed up okay i'm so excited so guess what i'm doing friday hamilton same oh, you doing hamilton? hamilton that's kinky <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's move on okay okay so my disney conspiracy theory comes from the star wars universe thank you star wars or disney for purchasing star wars and then ruining Should we the be series thinking them? <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking the them for ruining the series
0: the only good that happened out of that was this star wars land at disneyland
1: yeah it's fine
0: and kylo ren because that man can shove his lightsaber in a lot of places and i would stop say thank you stop
1: stop <laughs> stop 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 no My, oh my gosh, no. Okay. I am only thankful for Disney because it, purchasing Star Wars franchise because now I can give this um, conspiracy. So my conspiracy, pretend you don't know what it is, is the fact that everyone's absolute favorite character from the prequel series is actually a Sith. Yeah, he's actually a Sith Lord. No. (laughs) No. Not Anakin. Obi Wan. Who's Who's the main character of the prequel series? Jar Jar Binks.
0: <gasps> what?
1: And he, you think he's not a main character because they just make him so annoying and so, you know, easy to hate? But no, he was meant to be the ultimate villain. Um, what? This
0: information <laughs> is new to me. <laughs>
1: You've never heard this, but you have not heard this within the past seven days. Um, so, turns out that normal characters in Star Wars do not do crazy-ass stuff unless they have the Force, or are at least Force-sensitive. Yeah. No one does triple quadruple back backflips and like is like, hey, I'm a normal person. Nay, nay, that does not happen. However... When we first meet Jar Jar, and he is taking Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan into his city, he stands on the edge of the lake, sticks his arms up, squats, and launches himself 20 feet into the air, does several rotations, and then dives perfectly into the lake. Excuse me, that does not sound like this buffoon that we see throughout the rest of the movie. Nay, this does not add up. (laughs) So, he, at the end of that movie... Um, he literally is in battle And he acts like the biggest idiot ever He like trips So he like dodges Blasters and then he gets a gun Tied to his ankle and he just happens to like Spin it around and take out like five people And then he just like happens To accidentally empty one of the enemies Like b- like Bomb things and then they takes Out a whole bunch of people like he just does this All accidentally I'm doing Heavy quotation marks for the listeners Uh huh so again, he acts like the biggest idiot, but he is actually doing this all on purpose because he is a Sith Lord. He is trained in the ways of the Force. So, um, Jedis are inspired by Shilin monks, and there is actually a form of um, martial arts that's called Zuoquan, and that is... The form of martial arts that Jar Jar seems to be based in. Um, He tends to slosh around like he's drunk. Like he kind of like is all. Imagine like Jack Sparrow when he's on land because he's.
0: Do not um, effing compare Jar Jar Binks to Jack Sparrow. How dare you!
1: I'm just saying, they walk similar. (laughs) Um. But that that sloshing is actually found in the Zuquan um, arts, and it is used to, like, use your body's momentum against your, propon- like, opponent. And so that's super interesting. Um, he also, like, the thing is, is he, like, Jar Jar Binks, like, lays down on his back and does this stupid, like, flip-up thing, like, into yeah. one. But he can't walk straight. Like, doesn't make sense that he can do that. Stupid. Um, During his like sloshing stuff too He also like does this cool like sweeping the leg motion With like the blaster on his thing And that's also another form of this Quan martial arts <laughs> I hate you <laughs> So as I was saying When Jar Jar is doing his sweeping of the leg with the blaster on He happens to like Sense this stupid droid that comes up and is all like, I'm gonna get you, B. And then he, like, dodges that bullet and then takes him out. Like, that doesn't just happen by chance. He sensed it with the Force. Force sense. Mm. Um, Also, in the scene where Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Jar Jar first sneak into the city to go help Queen Amidala, uh, he's, like, super stealthy and, like... sneaks around the entire castle so they could sneak up on the thing but again can't walk straight normally it's fine and can't shoot a gun so when they jump off the balcony jar jar is seen jumping so like if you're on the balcony looking down he's seen jumping off the left hand side and then when the camera changes over to like being on ground level you see him drop in front of the camera like he's on the right hand side and so this just seems like a continuity error however um, he, this is not true. He is actually using like a force jump or a force sprint, and this is done to distract the droids and draw their attention in two separate ways, and make it easy for Qui Gon and Obi Wan to take out all the droids. And this is seen because in the scene where y- Jar Jar jumps down, hands up on the right hand side, the droids still seem to be looking up at. The, the opposite side, like mm-hmm. where he had first jumped from. And this shows that the animate whatever, CGI people knew where Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be hmm. and moved him on purpose.
0: Interesting.
1: Interesting. You've never heard that before. No. Um, And so there's other instances of Jedis doing similar maneuvers. Um, I think it was the guy brought up the whole... Um, What's the freaking Disney Plus show? Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. That, like, that's done. And I think it happens one other time in a movie or something. I don't know. Um, Also, Jar Jar Binks is a professional at (laughs) Jedi Mind Control. (gasps) What? These are not the droids you're looking for. That shiz. He's so good at it. And what he does, he talks with his hands all the time, like me. Every time Jar Jar Binks is working with the general or, like, the senators and all that different stuff, you can always see him, like, moving his hands up and down. Um, And then this, again, is, like, he's just, like, using, being very expressive with his hands. But he's actually using that Jedi mind control that we've seen Jedis do. Um, And because of this, he's actually used is able to use force persuasion um on the senate so that they give all of their democracy away and elect the chancellor mm. so he's actually in cahoots with palpatine no their way. friends because they're both sith so mm. this is how he gets them um from the beginning when we first meet jar jar he is very quick to make himself invaluable They make it so that he has to lead him to the city and then he has to take them through the planet's core. He's the only one that could do it. And then he's also constantly mocking Qui-Gon behind Anakin's or behind Qui-Gon's back to Anakin to teach. No, Qui-Gon. Oh. From the very, from the first movie, he's constantly mocking Qui-Gon behind Qui-Gon's back and Obi-Wan's back, I guess teaching Anakin a lack of respect of Jedi authority from a very young age. Mm. He also is the reason that the party meets Anakin. So he probably knew who Anakin was and wanted to get him on the dark side. So he causes, again, this guy who can do triple back axle flips, whatever the hell, and can jump up from his back and stand on his feet, causes this accident where people are about to fight the jedi and anakin comes up and like saves them. Um also Jar Jar tells an 8-year-old boy, aka Anakin that Padme Padme is pretty hot. One, that's sexualizing a child and it's not okay in Jar Jar by Jar Jar. She, also, he was
0: 9 and she was 14. That's not No, I think Jar Jar
1: up. Jar Jar beans no. is sexualizing Padme. No, no. <laughs> not. We don't do. Not that. today. Um, but this literally kind of begins Anakin's infatuation with Padme, which we learn causes some very A deep, lot traumatic. Issues. Literally, the entire galaxy is all hung up on this one <laughs> love affair. It's fine. Um. So. Um, Another reason that Jar Jar Binks and Palpatine could be in cahoots Is because they're from the same planet So they could have known each other for years And could have even trained together Mm. And become Sith together Um, We wonder why that in Revenge of the Sith Jar Jar Binks is still running around In the the inner circle with Palpatine And like all the other Senators But if Jar Jar really is the gigantic idiot That we've seen throughout the entire series so far why would he still be in the government? Wouldn't they kick him out? You don't want a disappointment around you all the True. time in the government. So, again, so as we know, people hated Jar Jar Binks. They thought he was the most abno- I annoying like character. Jojo Binks. Jojo Binks, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like they, Jar Jar. They, but statistically people do not like him. And so people think that the writers got too scared to make him into like the big big bad villain. That
0: makes which sense. is why
1: they introduced Count Dooku in the second one and he's kinda seems to be hastily written in and then he gets more backstory later and all that fun stuff. But um people and the reason so this um, kinda comes up from the fact I swear I had this YouTube. I literally Googled Jar Jar Binks as a Sith Lord and watched the first. Oh, found it. YouTube user Lorestar comes up with this. Um, he's the one that dictates all of this out and is really good at it. But he talks about how George Lucas quotes that um, the prequel series was supposed to mirror the original trilogy. Yeah. And so there was supposed to be like similar similarities and all those different things. And so there's a quote from George Lucas where he's talking about Yoda, and he says, quote, the little guy you find on the side of the road who seems very insignificant but is actually the master, Mm. end quote. That's what he says about. That's what Jar Jar Binks is supposed to be of the prequel.
0: I wish Jar Jar Binks was the villain of, like, the newer ones. Like, instead of Palpatine coming back to life, it was Jar Jar Binks the whole time.
1: And then there's that meme of, like, the two astronauts in space, and they're like, it's just Jar Jar Binks. It always was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he said Jar Jar Binks.
1: Oh, my gosh. People would throw a fit I if that had happened, though. I would have
0: lived. I would have been way better than freaking Palpatine being alive. <sighs> that so didn't even makes sense.
1: It's fine. Spoiler alert.
0: No, I hope you get it spoiled, because it sucks.
1: Yes. Except for Anyways, the last Jedi. That's all I have.
0: <laughs> that's all you have? Yes. I totally believe it. I do too. George Binks, I, one- I think people I think- underestimate him. And that's why one day I will name my son, JJ Banks, after the greatest Sith Lord there ever was. I am dead ass. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so. Okay. Future husband, if you're listening. Buckle up.
1: (laughs) Like, hi, my name's JJ. What is that short for Jar Jar? Jar Jar. What is that short for? Jar Jar Beans.
0: (laughs) They're like, I'm named after the greatest Sith Lord. And they're like, Palpatine, Anakin, Vader. No, Jar Jar Beans. (laughs) They're like, your mom hates you. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. They'll live. Anyway. My turn? Yes. Okay, now we're going to bring it back to our favorite group of people, the Illuminati. Yes. The Illuminati and Disney? Yes, of course. So, at Disney, for all of the big fans of Disney, and for those who aren't big fans, I will explain. Um, there is this club, a very exclusive club at Disneyland and Disney World Called Club 33. Please stop playing with your fidget spinner. This isn't 2015. You're not even good at it. You're not. Anyway, Club 33. So, it's this is a very exclusive club at Disney Resorts. And it's exclusive because it costs a lot of money to get in. And there's a long waiting list. Like $20?
1: List.
0: No. Uh, initiation fee is $25,000. To $50,000. <laughs>
1: Pocket change. It's easy. Um,
0: and then on top of that, you have to pay a 15000 to 30000 annual fee. And it's not just like you buy your way in. You have to be on a waiting list for like 10 to 15 years to even become a member. So some people just die before they can do that. So, but it's like very cool and there's like cool food. Oh, shit. There's cool food and, like, a cool bar. I don't know. It's been my dream to go there. So, if you're a member, please take me. Um. So, people speculate that this club is a special meeting place for the Illuminati. Let me tell you why. So, they speculate that the 33 alludes to Walt Disney's status as a 33rd degree Mason of the Freemasons which is the highest degree Mason you can be. Um, Because a lot of people, there's, like, photo evidence that Walt Disney was a Freemason, even though people are, like, Photo evidence? Yeah, I saw pictures of him in, like, the Masonic robes or whatever. So, yeah, they think that's what the 33 means, but 33 is also just, like, a code that the Freemasons use a lot, so it could allude to that. Um, Also, people that have been inside the club say that the designs on, like, the floor and the wallpaper and all of that are very Masonic in nature as well. Are you looking at pictures of him? Yeah. <laughs> um. And so, a lot of people, since they associate the Freemasons with the Illuminati already, are like, well, since there's so many, like, hints at Masonic things, um, they think that, walt disney used this club to host private meetings for the illuminati but this isn't like there's not a ton of evidence because he actually died before this club was even made or finished being made so um people will not believe this one too much but i'm also like if it's like the highest elite get into this club because you have to be rich you have to be willing to wait around like obviously it's the best of the best like most members are celebrities which we know all celebrities are part of the illuminati so it makes sense that walt disney like made this special place for them to all meet so that's that theory
1: i yes 100 percent. i just saw him in freemason robes so yes
0: it's interesting huh
1: Well, my next one is the subliminal messages found in Disney movies.
0: Yes, My favorite.
1: Let's hammer through these. Okay. Number one, Lion King. After Timon and Pumbaa and Simba are all, like, chilling around. They just, like, smoked some weed. It's fine. They're all just chilling. They're talking about life.
0: Hakuna Matata.
1: Hakuna Matata. That's their motto. It's fine. They're just chilling there. And they're like, what are stars? And they're like they're just great big balls of gas like out there in space and they're like no it's the great kings of the past we all know that anyway simba gets tired of talking to timon and pumbaa and he's also depressed because he's the reason his dad is dead so he goes (laughs) and he lies down on the like leaves the flowers whatever and all the leaves are flowers Fly up into the air, and it spells out none other than our favorite sin: sex. S F X. No, sex. S E X. Oh. Anyways, you can like kind of make it out if you watch it on Disney Plus, but it's also super dark, so you have to go to YouTube where they've like brightened the picture, and you can really see the sex. flowers. Um, and supposedly, Disney came out and said, it doesn't say sex. We would never promote sex to children. <laughs> it spells SFX, which is a shout out to the special effects group of The Lion King. It's so dumb. But we call BS on that. <laughs> Number two, in a re-release movie poster for Lion King, there's a picture of Simba's face. But while you may think it's just an innocent picture of a cat's Snout, nay. It's still a cat. I know. It would look the same thing with cat. It is none other than a woman wearing a thong.
0: <gasps> Disney. Yikes! Come on.
1: Dis, D's nuts. Dis
0: nuts. Got him.
1: <laughs> um. Anyway. That's a thing. We'll post a picture. Number three, Aladdin. On the balcony scene when Raja one. is attacking Aladdin. Uh you can hear whispered when Jasmine is looking through the veil, thinking she's all like, who is this weirdo? That's all like up in my cat's business. Um <laughs> <laughs> You can hear the phrase whispered, take off or all I hear is take off your clothes. Yeah. But supposedly it says like good girls take off your clothes take off their clothes or good girls i thought it was good girls i thought it was good girls take off their clothes or something again disney stop promoting sex in these kids movies you want wholesome entertainment that one
0: is like straight facts that we heard it
1: we've heard it also um disney came out and said no 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 the line is come on good kitty take off and go no. like no <laughs> that
0: doesn't make any sense no
1: also, it sounds like it like when you hear the recording, it sounds like a totally different voice than the person voicing Aladdin. Yeah. So and it's quieter and it's definitely tried to be hidden. Subliminal message. Disney, They're Disney. trying to tell your kids to take off their clothes. It's not okay. Disney, come on. Um, number four, in the Little Mermaid, in the movie poster, there's a golden castle. The spires in the Golden Castle, specifically one, look none other than a penis.
0: A penis, Of
1: course. A penis. We love the fat um, castle. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's supposedly, th- a Disney boy came out and said that he drew it, and it was like, he was like, I drew, it was 4 a.m., and I was finishing it, and I didn't mean for it to look like a penis, but we all know he just had dick on the brain, and he just drew it in the <laughs> castle. It's fine. <laughs> and moving on again number five this is not found on disney plus and i could but you can find it if you <laughs> remember this mm-hmm. when i told you that i googled little mermaid erection yeah do not recommend <laughs> googling that i didn't see anything bad but, but still you
0: probably could have. don't
1: don't google it if you, unless you want to find the video <laughs> if you want mermaid porn. anyways when ursula is like her hot human self. Just kidding. She's ugly.
0: No, she's hot Ariel, as a human. Ariel's way hotter. <laughs> yeah, but she's still hot. <laughs> um,
1: She's trying to marry Prince Eric, and she is all like using Ariel's voice and all that different stuff. They walk down the aisle, and you see none other than the very priest himself get a boner. Probably because <gasps> Ursula's hot. Yeah, see, so,
0: the priest wanted to get it.
1: Yeah, I guess when I thought of it, I thought back when her hair goes crazy. Yeah,
0: no. And she's like, to get her! She's hot.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, so that happens, but they have since edited it, and it is no longer in the Disney movie.
0: There's also, they said that it's his knee.
1: Oh, yeah. They tried <laughs> to pretend that it was its knobby knee. No, but no, no. But it's like,
0: your knee's not there. <laughs>
1: No, and it doesn't just like Pop all out. of a sudden stick out <laughs> unless you severely broke it all yeah. of a sudden while you're standing there. <laughs> Anyways, number six, Hercules. There When all the muses, the, we are the muses, them, they're yeah. all singing and there's a muse that sings, is he bold? And then you get a whole crotch shot, I guess, that makes it look like she's not wearing underwear. Nothing is seen, but I guess it's a thing.
0: Don't come for the muses. They
1: just want to be The number seven, my last one, in The Rescuers. Not The Rescuers Down Under, based in Australia, that, that I loved good. as a child. But the original Rescuers, when Bernard and Bianca are taking off... What's on the bird's name? Isn't it like Orville or something? I don't know. I don't know. The birds. They're taking off on the bird. They're going to save Penny. They are flying through the city and in one of the windows there is an image of a topless woman. Mm. This was... Disney came out and said, we're sorry. This was added during post-production and they had to recall a bunch of tapes. Yikes. Poor planning on Disney. And that is all the times disney has tried to shove sex into your child's face
0: i bet you there's like way more too
1: oh i'm sure that
0: because like after that whole episode we did on like the media controlling us and what's it called like how every all the parents die to manipulate you they got way more subliminal messages than that but those are fun ones
1: but that's why they're subliminals because you're not supposed to pick up on them
0: that's true they're not doing a very good job apparently exactly Okay, so my next one, I have to do uh, a ch- 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 trigger warning before um, it has to do with pedophilia and sex trafficking. So if that is a trigger for you, maybe skip ahead like 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, <laughs> so this one is about a ride in Disney World called Living with the Land. Living
1: like Larry.
0: No. Sorry. <laughs> Living with the land. So from what I found, this ride just has a bunch of creepy stories about it in general. But this one is a specific story that I found on Reddit from a past employee. He was a security guard there. So for those of you not familiar with this ride, there's a ride at Disney World in Epcot. And it's like a boat ride. Like, you sit in a boat and it goes in the water. Like, it's a small world. And it goes through, like, different...
1: It's a small world after all. um,
0: It goes through different greenhouses and, like, shows different botanical gardens and botanical labs. It's just a boring ride. Like, it's a ride you go on to just chill or fall asleep or, like...
1: Probably still too scary for me
0: you can't be on probably actually it's a very slow moving ride but yeah you'd probably poop your pants (laughs) i didn't
1: put my pants on the log ride though You almost
0: did (laughs) i've never seen you so close to crying before (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway so that's what that kind of ride is it's very chill so like I said, this was a story found on Reddit from an old security guard, but not just any security guard. He was like one of the more like higher ups. Some people call them like the suits. They have a bunch of different names, but basically, they make sure nothing like bad happens. Or if they see suspicious activities, they kind of like take them out before it becomes a problem. As to take not take them out disturb. like on a date. Yeah. yeah. As to not disturb. To disturb, like, the ambiance and magic of Disney. So they're placed in the crowd and they wear, like, khakis and a black polo, usually. That's what these people say. I've never seen someone like that in my whole time I've gone to Disney. Then
1: they're doing their job right. Uh,
0: Probably. So the story starts where he is told that four kids went missing on this ride and that he was supposed to go investigate it so he talks about there's this one scene on the ride where there is like um a prairie farmhouse and it's like always been creepy to him and given him bad vibes and like everyone's always creeped out about it so he like was investigating the bride and he gets to that part of the ride and he notices that there's no pressure mat because usually on boat rides there's like Pressure mats throughout the rides so that if someone gets off, they'll know about it. Because you can't have people just getting off the ride. So... Why not? Because that's bad and people can get hurt. So he thought that was weird that there's no pressure mat at this scene. So he decided to, like, investigate more around this area. And when he gets to the prairie house he notices that there is like a Masonic symbol on the left window, like the classic compass one with the circle. And so I'm going to use some of his words because he just says it so good. So he goes inside and says, quote, the front door glided open to a bright room with a black and white checkerboard floor. There was a marble altar like table on the opposite end of the room with some kind of weird throne like chair built into the front of it and a gold cup on the tabletop the only other thing that was noticeable was a heavy wooden door on the other end of the room that was locked and there was no windows or anything else close quote so very creepy there's weird objects in this house and also it's like a prop so there shouldn't be anything in it anyway so he goes to try to get the door unlocked or like tries it and it's locked Which is weird because him being like a high level security guard had a master key to most of the locks. But then he also talks about this lock system which I'm not going to go into huge detail about. But basically there's like interchangeable cores in the locks that have assigned numbers or letters. And like you can look up the inscription and figure out which key you're supposed to use. And this one had the inscription CC. Which was one he had never seen before. So he thought that was a little suspicious too.
1: Carbon copy.
0: So, I don't think so. So, he gets uh, off the ride and goes back to check security footage. And notices that the four kids were walking around the park with one of his colleagues. Who's also a security guard. And there's three girls and one boy. And they're walking through the land. And he notes that they kind of looked like they were walking in a mechanical fashion like very straight line they weren't like looking at things and like anytime they stepped out of line the security guard would kind of like yell at them and make them get back in line um and so they get on this boat ride and he tracks them throughout the ride until like two scenes before the prairie where the prairie house is and then they disappear like they're not in the boat anymore he can't see them so he decides to like go give it a go at that locked door again and like using a couple key picking tricks or whatever lock picking tricks he picked up he was able to unlock the door in this masonic room so behind the door was a red a velvet red carpeted staircase leading down to a red red carpeted hallway with two doubles doors at the end. So very eerie. Don't like, like my that. my nightmare. <laughs> so he walks down the hallway and then he says, quote, Behind these doors was an empty, dimly lit room with a small circular platform in the center. The carpet was the same lush red velvet carpet from the hallway. There were six leather armchairs around the circular platform, all with telephones and card readers on the table next to the chair. And then there was another door at the back of the room that he tried to get into, but it was locked. Um, and just so if you're not picking up on what this might suggest,
1: cheese pizza, it's
0: yeah, it's like a child sex ring basically because it, the armchairs would suggest that people were like in these chairs and then. A child is presented in the middle and then they all kind of like bet or Ew. place bids on the child and then whoever wins gets the child, which is horrifying and horrible and makes me want to throw up. I so I specifically
1: don't like the word presented.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry Ugh. that was not a good word. But so I mean
1: there's no good word to use, yeah. but I mean just I don't know. I'm real. sorry.
0: So, he, this this is the part of the story where it gets a little not believable, but I'm going to tell Hush it anyway, creepy because pasta. this is his story, not mine. So, he says he was trying to unlock the door, and then the co-worker that he saw in the video walks in with a gun pointed at him, and basically was like, you've seen too much, like, you shouldn't have investigated this, blah, 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 and like, tries to shoot him, but this guy was able to close the door in time to avoid the bullets and like mission impossible like mission impossible and so he says quote i walked down a hallway with these small cell-like rooms lining the hall and inside were those play school chairs and a few toys i checked every one of them and they were all empty i got to the end of the hall and there was this huge metal vault like door i popped the last zone one core into the door to replace the cc core and pulled the steel door open to be hit in the face with sunlight i was outside on some side utility road off premises of epcot the road led away i was too late they were already gone for good so there's this creepy room he goes down another hallway and there's like cells where he thinks people they kept children and then there's like that escape door so that they can just like go out that door without raising suspicion in the parks so horrible um this guard also was like talking about not only this but he was like while on the security team I saw a lot more shady stuff that Disney does and he talks about experiments they do with eugenics pharmaceutical engineering and gas and so one that I thought was super interesting was he said that on some of the rides you get this like calming feeling and you feel like super chill and he says that's because they pump low doses of laughing gas in those areas or rides which I'm like that is crazy (laughs) but I wouldn't put it past them because they do that with like to get you to buy food they like spray the scent of popcorn and cotton candy and Corn dogs, so that you want to buy them. I mean, they're delicious, mm. but they also cost fifty dollars.
1: I just want one of those chicken legs.
0: They're turkey legs, and they are turkey amazing. Legs. It's worth every eleven dollars and twenty five cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, there's also conspiracies that it, that's not even turkey, that it's like an emu leg, <laughs> like. Ew legs are huge though there's no way
1: have you seen those turkey legs
0: they're huge they're like big as my head um anyway he also says that he witnessed that they would take guests from the park and then inject them with experimental drugs and then like put them back into the crowds and see what happened and i was like okay whatever so this guard also reports this part was kind of creepy he says after he posted this story on reddit he started seeing mickey mouse silhouettes outside his house which he says is like the black spot of disney like if you see a shadow or silhouette of mickey mouse that means that there's a hit out for you and that they're like coming to silence you so that's really creepy because i would hate to just be chilling and then see like Shadows of Mickey Mouse. So yeah, um, I don't know how much I believe this particular story, but it wouldn't surprise me if Disney was involved in like pedophilia and like child sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that wouldn't surprise me either. But yeah. You get a bunch of rich, disgusting people in a place full of children. Yikes. Gross. Yikes. Um, I also believe the Mickey thing.
0: Okay, now, this is a scary story, and I'm scared this to even say it one. again. Because Wait,
1: I, I have to lock the door again. The I don't like the first idea time of the door being able to open. I said
0: this story, I was scared, and I was like, the more I talk about it, I feel like the more chances are that I'm going to die. So now I have to tell it again, so now they're going to come for me even more. So, Ah! I'm risking my life by telling this story. (laughs) So, this is about...
1: You're so selfless.
0: This is about skinwalkers at Disneyland. So, for those of you who don't know, skinwalkers are a type of harmful witch who... And it originates from, like, the Navajo tribe. And... These witches have the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. But they're called skinwalkers because, like, they look like the animal, but they're made of flesh. It's very creepy. So, this story comes from an employee of Disney who had worked there for six months. And this is also from Reddit. It's very creepy, pasta y, but I, it's too good not to share. So, she says she had been working there for six months and she got a complaint one day that a guest said that they didn't like the new animatronics on the Pirates ride. And she was like, there's no new animatronics. Like, what are you talking about? And the guest explained that the quote fish animatronic got too close to the boat. And for those of you who have been on that ride, there is no fish animatronics on that ride excuse me she immediately was concerned and went to her supervisor and he was like oh shit and he's like I got a similar report earlier in the week from some dudes and they say they saw like a mermaid near there's a scene with like a giant pirate ship and they're battling and he's like but I just thought they were high so I kind of ignored it And so he was like, we should probably stop the ride and check it out. And so as they were going to go tell the mechanic to stop the ride, this girl comes off sobbing and they like asked her what happened. And she said she saw a figure that, quote, looked like a mix between a fish and a person. Its arms were only a few inches long and I saw the effing gills. It had huge eyes, no nose and a gaping mouth so he was like (laughs) no so they shut down the ride and they send people in to inspect it and they all they find is a mound of flesh near the jail scene of the ride so that's kind of like what usually happens with skinwalkers like you just find a thing of flesh so she a few days after this incident was in another part of disney world and she overheard guests talking about how scary the animatronic was on the Great Movie Ride, R.A.P. And the Great Movie Ride basically was a ride that went through just different movies, like classic movies, scenes. And so she thought it was just like the part they do like an alien versus predator scene. And so she's like, oh, it's probably just the alien animatronic. And they were like, no. It was like that human ostrich thing and it like drooled on my sunglasses. And she's like, what? What did it look like? And he's, the person said, quote, it was the thing covered in flesh, the bent legs, the arms in the shape of wings and the really long neck. That one. So she's like, "Um, she was creeped out again because she knew there wasn't an animatronic like that. So she went to her supervisor and they sent a team in, which was like the suits and they went to investigate And she said it was super weird because they had, like, briefcases and, like, looked super professional, like, men in black status. So, they went in there and investigated. And all they found were little pieces of flesh scattered around. And a sticky note that said, we are here. Very creepy. So, the last incident... Happened while she was cleaning along the line of Splash Mountain. Also RIP, but in a good way because we're getting a better Splash Mountain now. Um, she was cleaning along the line and like near the exit and the engineers were coming off the ride because they were closing and were like, you got a lot of work cut out for you. There's a garbage bag that ripped open. And so she's like, damn it. So she was near the exit of the ride when... And now I'm going to talk in her own words because it's creepy. Quote, I heard a quiet voice and it went hop, hop, hop. I looked up and saw that right at the entrance of the ride, a log was in the water and someone was in the front seat. The lights were all off and I left my flashlight on the ground.
1: The chills. (laughs)
0: i was like excuse me the lights were all off and i left my flashlight on the ground so i could barely see the person besides the outline of their body hop 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 and she said hey the ride is closed i'm gonna have to ask you to leave please she says i could see the figure shift whoever it was getting out of the log so i picked up my flashlight and shined it on them to this day i wish i hadn't On the platform was this monstrosity on all fours in a crab walking formation, but its head was straight up. It had the eyes of a human, but the nose of a rabbit, and I shit you not, tall effing ears. Oh, and it was covered in- I hate you, Connor. You are literally- the worst human being I've ever met in my life. I hate you. <laughs> Stop.
1: I need you to take a picture. We'll post I it.
0: did already take a picture. Wait. Hold did... the. Do your face. <laughs> Uh, I was ready this time. I knew. I was like, he's going to freaking scare me, but I don't know how. Uh, we'll post a picture of why I hate Connor, because he's freaking the worst. So, where was I? Oh, <laughs> this figure, the creepy freaking face, was not co-
1: have, have, covered have,
0: have, have. covered in fur or any type of clothing. It was covered in bare flesh, even the ears. So, the creature started advancing towards me in awkward jerky motions, but it was moving pretty slow, so I sprinted back towards the exit. As I was racing towards the exit, I pulled out my walkie-talkie and screamed into it that I needed a suit right away. I stood outside the entrance for about a minute, making sure that the thing wasn't behind me anymore, before a suit finally came. This time, it was something I'd never seen before. He had a pistol with him the suit checked all over the ride and only found a few things little piles of flesh and another sticky note taped to one of the vultures before the big drop we won't leave and then she says she never really found out what happened with all that because she quit literally like two days later but it's freaking scary and skinwalkers are bad news So obviously there's bad stuff happening at Disney if skinwalkers are there. So I hate you. That was scary.
1: I'm glad it worked. You're the worst. That was great. Thank you. It was entertaining for me to (laughs) cut out ears as well. So (laughs) I bet. Go to our Instagram to see what I made in (laughs) thirty seconds.
0: In three seconds.
1: Oh, that was fun I almost liked it better the second time Because it was like You like know it's coming
0: Yeah You don't have to be like super scared But
1: Yeah But it's still it's still fun It's
0: still scary
1: Um. So anyway Disney Is the CIA of Children And it is trying to
0: Disney is the CIA of children.
1: I what? don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. We
0: love Disney. I love Disney and will die for Disney. But also, I know they're into some shady crap.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well said. Well put. Mm-hmm. Mazel tov. Great.
0: Mazel tov. That's
1: good. Good. Ugh. I don't. What did they even say at that part?
0: Let's get, get, crunk. Crunk. Crazy drunk. Anyway. um.
1: Anyways, if you want to hear more stories from us and be entertained by our lovely, lovely and soothing voices, obviously.
0: Smooth jazz.
1: <laughs> then continue to share us with your friends and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google also please find our lovely fun um i post spoilers without context a lot of times um and they i try to make them entertaining so follow us on Sna- on snapchat <laughs> <No>. yes <laughs> follow us on instagram at snacks and twin foil hats um our gmail if you'd love to contact us is podcast at gmail.com and our lovely Facebook page is Conspiracies, Snacks, and Tin Foil Hats thank you for listening and if we go missing within the next day
0: or week I guess Walt Disney
1: Jar Jar Binks
0: I was going to blame Jar Jar Binks too let's blame Jar Jar Binks Ja-Ja-Beaks. ja, ja, be. Just ja be. Lord. Okay. Bye. Bye. It's okay. The Ready? Qui-Gon monks.
1: <laughs>
0: Zuquan, you oh, idiot. Oh, Zuko. Shh. <laughs> <laughs>